Right, we're now on episode... 18. 18. Well done for 18. Sunday. Sunday. What are we talking about today? Choices. Like, choices. Yeah, like um, how too much choice is difficult, how decision making affects your day, um, the power of choice, choice for customers as well, and how, okay. how you're... The way you position your products or your services um, in terms of uh, sales. So, all sorts of things about choice. Choice. Yeah, because <laughs> we can be guilty of that in business, right? In terms of um, the, the, the phrase that often people use is sh- too many shiny objects. Yep. That you can go down, like, oh, this is the new quick fix. Mm-hmm. This is a new, like, this is the one that's going to lift my company into the stratosphere. Right? Yeah, well, right? yesterday we were talking about consistency and how, you know, just showing up and consistently doing something is sounds overly simplistic but it really is the way to success in in many cases and if you look at any any great people in history literally anyone right a big part of their success is they've just consistently worked towards something there's no such thing as this overnight success that you always hear yeah there's you know they've been working away normally for years in the yeah, learning their craft, yeah, right? absolutely. Um, or it may be trying different things or whatever, but they've still been consistently approaching something. Um, and I think we talked about people that might be starting a business or um, how employees, you know, have, have their feet held to the fire more than when you're not employed and you have to kind of right. do that for yourself mm. and you have to have this discipline. Um, but also, you have suddenly this freedom of choice when you when you stop necessarily being employed or or it might even be when you're employed and you you know you're choosing a certain career path or whether or not to take that promotion and um you know it might be a a, a big deal you've got a you've got a choice of taking this big promotion but it means you've, you've got to move house and you've got to right. up, uproot your family or whatever it is these yeah. um big choices are kind of thrown at you all the time uh, but what people don't realize is that the big choices are often the easy ones it's yeah these little choices that we make on a daily basis that um, that can kind of wear you down, lead to procrastination, lead to this feeling of not really knowing which way to, to go, um, stop but, you being consistent because you're looking at that and then that and then that. Yeah. You know, so it's... So you're saying choices... So, so I understand what you're, going, what you're kind of going with that. That's, so choices is directly linked to the decision-making process, right? Yeah. And indecision and the outcome of like and the outcomes of indecision. And... Yeah, and that too too much choice, even just tiny ones. Yeah. Um, is a bad thing, and it's yeah. a bad thing in all sorts of ways for your marketing, for your life. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Barack Obama, um, President Obama said that uh, it, he he was asked why he always wears a blue suit or blue or black suits. Yeah. And he said because I I it's decision fatigue. I don't want to have to make a decision as what I'm wearing every day. I have to make thousands of important decisions every yeah. day. What I wear shouldn't be one of them. Well, one of our friends in business, um, Richard Wyam. So if you are listening, hello. Um, he <laughs> he. Because I think he took that from uh, a business owner as well, uh, like one of these high-profile business Several owners. Several of them do it. Steve Jobs, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg, they and all have said that they just wear you know, jeans and a T-shirt for a Well, he, he literally, Rich will buy, like, he'll just buy a bucket load of jeans, black, same jeans, yeah. and just a load of them, like six months worth or 12 months or whatever. Yeah. He'll just buy a load and black T-shirts. Yeah. And... Um, because he kind of introduced the principle to us of uh, the idea of you only have um, so much 
brain power because like, yeah. there's so much in a given day yeah. and and as such if you it's really important how you use that yeah because well, as siam that we've mentioned a few times as well he does it too he, he yeah. has like ridiculous pairs of amounts of the same sock so he's right. never got to find a matching pair of socks that's, or that's smart yeah, yeah um because it's decision fatigue and it is um there's a there's a ted talk um I've got it, I'm going to refer to it here just in case I say it wrong. Uh, how to make cho- choosing easier. There's right. a TED talk by this woman, and, and um, her whole thing is studying choice, which <laughs> you would never have thought is a, is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, she's made a career out of it. She has. Wow. Um, and um, she does all these little like experiments, uh, and um, and decision fatigue is, is a is a real thing, um, right. and it will it will wear you down. So um, the reason that uh, supermarkets have all these kind of impulsive buys like right at the end of, of your shop like all by the checkout right. is because you are tired from walking around that shop deciding between that ketchup and that ketchup and that bolognese and that bolognese really? like, that you're so tired by the time you get to the checkout that your willpower to not buy that twix or not buy no that, so that's why it's all at kid level as yeah. well it's all like the bright shiny stuff you would not be buying your child yeah. but your child's tired you're tired yeah. it's like you've made going, Can all I these deci- decisions and you can't be bothered at the end of the shop to make another decision so you just have oh, whatever no way i had no idea that was the case yeah yeah, so it's so we're all just being continually manipulated. <laughs> yeah, but but trying to the other thing is um, according to to this lady that did the, the TED talk is um, the order of decisions right. that in in your day mm. you are much more likely to make a quick decision, not necessarily the right decision. It can be a snap decision, but if you are kind of um stuck deciding with something right making it at the end of the day when you are decision fatigued because you can't be bothered to keep deciding right is actually a smart move because yeah. you will make that decision because you're just sick of like chewing the fat on it and yeah. going back and forth in your own brain so if you've been making all these little decisions like what do i have for breakfast and which way do i drive to work today or whatever it is all the way through the day then when you kind of have these kind of big decisions to yeah. make make them when your brain's already had enough of trying to make decisions because it will lean towards the, and there's, there's loads of science behind it. I'm not going to go into all the detail, but there's, there's loads of science between um, like how a lot of it is based on our intuition and that when you, when you get to that decision fatigue point, right. you're more likely to go with your gut, um, right. which is normally the best way to go right, nine okay. times out of 10 um, is uh, because you're, because you don't want to be, as I say, going back and forth, you're more likely to kind of listen to your inner voice, your inner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your intuition. Because uh, there's, there's loads of de- decisions that we kind of make on a conscious level or preferences, sorry, I should say, like, um, you know, uh, why one person prefers dogs over cats or right. cats over dogs, you know, is it the dog owner? So you automatically have a bias. You have a bias, but but there's a, there's a kind of... Um, sensible like thought out decision in the cat and dog thing like right. you, you know you might say oh i i think dogs are more loyal they're more lovable they're less likely to scratch me or right. as a cat owner you might say oh cats are much easier because they mm-hmm. kind of or whatever it is so you have like a reason but if i asked you why do you like blue over yellow you'd be like just no do. yeah wouldn't have a clue. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so that kind of comes from a more intuitive you just you just do there's right. no particular okay. reason for it so, yeah, because it's it's interesting we're having this conversation because the um we were involved in a a call on Friday with a bunch of other business owners and we were just um and one of the business owners on on this this call was struggling with managing her day. Like, Bob the flies <laughs> back again every episode. 
anyone's going to think we're surrounded by flies all day long. <laughs> Where did they live um, this Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they look clean on the video. Uh, um, but and she was she was having a real problem with managing her time and with understand. And one of the pr- problems for her was not necessarily that she didn't have enough time, but it was where should she be spending her focus in any given day. Mm-hmm. And um, there was lots of suggestions um, by um, people on the on the call just saying, well, why didn't you do the day this way? Why didn't you do that way? And one of the, in terms of that um, cognitive ability, mm-hmm. that, like, like the amount that you have in your day, one of the things that you and I try to do quite regularly is do a lot of our, it's, it's actually the decision-making thing that you're talking about. I Matrix. suppose there's a difference between a decision-making thing and a, the a work thing so like the creative space like I like to do my creative big picture thinking mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily making any decisions as such no. but I I'm more focused and productive on bigger bigger things yeah. where first thing in the day than I am by the end of the day because I've been pulled into exactly. a million different because things because you've had to make all these hundreds of micro decisions yeah. all day long which you become emotionally invested in yeah. in one way shape or form because you're either firefighting or yeah. or whatever and yeah by the t- whether that's like because the kids won't do something or yeah. or, or, whatever, or whether it's something in the business yeah but you're right by the end of the day so to try and do to hold off on your big picture thinking by the end of the day mm-hmm. when you're fatigued mm-hmm. is a little bit crazy right because mm-hmm. you're you're limited. Yeah, that's not what I meant earlier in terms of like wait for that by the end of the day. By all means, do your kind of strategy and your creative thinking. And as you say, a lot of it is better in the morning when you're yeah. fresh. But if you've been wrestling with a decision, right, I see. really looking at it at the end of the day when your brain's just not prepared to keep going, should I do this or should I do that? It's just done with that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. more likely to make a decision. But there's more on that. There's um, a couple of people that I've heard recently, two completely um, different ideas, but, but on exactly the same strategy. So um, one was uh, the lady who runs Bumble, um, the company Bumble, the hair What's company. Bumble? It's a hair product. Right, um, okay. Clearly I don't need no, Bumble. No, what, what's her name? Bear with me a second. Uh, Whitney Wolf. Okay. Um, she has a rule of nine. So um, if if it's not it, hers is more of kind of a of a, a worry thing, but I kind of took this on a on a choice and decision making. But but if if it's not important in nine minutes, um, if it's not important in nine hours, if it's not important in nine days, if it's not important in nine months, that's right. how she kind of categorizes her um, planning of the day, like right, or, or so not that just the day, but her her decision matrix, I suppose. Like we were right. So we were about. talking about. Uh, so we did a, a, a episode couple of episodes now about time yeah. and prioritizing things and we talked and about the quadrant we talked yeah well about. so I, I did some more research on that after the podcast so that i could put it on the, the website right smilingentrepreneurs.com yes um, <laughs> yeah check out smilingentrepreneurs.com because we couldn't remember who it was by so it's it's the time management quadrant is what it's supposedly officially called yeah we were thinking it came from theodore roosevelt no, it's not roosevelt it's eisenhower oh okay eisenhower. so that's the other name for it the eisenhower matrix is the other right okay um so you you we were just throwing out names yes president's names well it was a president okay. we got that far yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so she makes the decisions like if, if she was to follow that matrix i don't know if she does but but her do decide delegate or delete as, as we've talked about you know we're not going to recap it all here now, please. Yeah, yeah, just check the out the time. At, uh, yeah, yeah, time time management quadrant. Um, but uh, yeah, she, she makes those decisions based on is it important in nine minutes? Is it important nine days? Is it important? Um, but you could also do that on a on a decision um basis, which is right. what um. 
Brad um, from the um, oh, the 4BN networking group. It's not, but is it Burton? Yes, Brad Burton. Brad yeah, Burton. Yeah, yeah. He um, he does it on a similar basis, but twenty four. So he he's like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. but he his is actually very much on a decision. If I can't make a decision in twenty four minutes, yeah, then I'll relook at it in twenty four hours. Yeah. If I can't make a decision in twenty four hours, and I'll look at it in twenty four days. Yeah. If I've looked at it twenty four days, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and then he just drops the whole thing. Yeah, because that's the thing, isn't it? Your ability to progress in life is based on your. The choices that you make, yeah. right, good or bad, exactly. in in assessing because the um the because it doesn't get easier no. as 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 you if you people make mistakes sometimes that the oh if they're successful or if they've done this then it it it's life's a lot easier then in the choices you make if anything it becomes a bigger problem yeah. like some of the business friends that we have who have created significant success in their lives part of the problem for them is suddenly other people want to be associated with them or they've got ideas and projects that they want to get these individuals involved in and they and the number of choices they have to make um and, and it's not just the missing out on the opportunity that might be ahead mm-hmm. of them or anything else there's also the concept of opportunity cost mm-hmm. right um, and some of the decisions that you and i make in business we think about okay well what's the opportunity what's the is that a worthwhile exercise in our time um in terms of what could be the potential outcome of that exercise mm-hmm. but the other side is we think about what's the opportunity cost so if i'm doing that activity what am i not doing some somewhere well, else that's right? exactly what choice is so um choice is you know our ultimate freedom and right. it's it's the real kind of basis of who we are but it's become crazy in, yeah. in, in like the the amount of choice that's now available to us, you have this constant fear of lack. If I choose this one thing, I'm missing out on all of these other things. Yeah. And the more choice there is, the way, I mean, you only have to have flicked through Netflix for a few hours before and you'll know what I'm saying. Yeah. That if you had five films to choose from, you can guarantee you'd choose one. Well, back in the day when you had, <laughs> like when we were kids, yeah. uh, growing up in the UK, we had four channels. Yeah. And you were you were spoon fed what to watch, and you had to make sure you were in the sat down at the right place at the yeah. right time in front of the screen. Otherwise, you'd miss it. But even if there was nothing on, you'd end up watching one of them, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, you would. Just, you just yeah. would watch it, and and that's because yeah. you've only got those choices. But when you're presenting... or you had teletext. Yeah. Do you remember teletext, <laughs> which was just like yeah, some old graphic that would tell you information. Sorry. But yeah. you you end up with hundreds of choices, and you you genuinely can't make that decision because yeah. you, you think you've got this fear of missing out and everything else. And there's a, there is a direct correlation between those that are most successful in life right. and their speed at which they can make a decision. Right. Because okay. they, they do. They just decide, 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 and and yeah. it, you know, and move on. Just ignore yeah. the consequences. Because nine times out of ten, you can always reverse a decision. You know, yeah. if it's you've not you've not made a, a huge unless you're jumping out of a plane. Okay. Then you're stuck. <laughs> well, you've already decided by the time you've gone up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the point you leap, you're done. There's no oh, I'll reset that one. But no, you're right. But, <laughs> I think it's also um, the, it's also understanding that there is no perfect. There is there's never an entire pro, an entire con. No. So, and I think we we're, we're all guilty of assuming that things are going to be very clear to determine what what the step is, and, and whether that's a big decision or a small decision, it's like well, it's all pros, so I go that way. It's all cons, and I go that way. Mm. And I th- a big reason for our not being able to make a choice is because 
we get swayed by one of the cons or one of the pros and we go we put ourselves through this roller coaster experience over yeah. hours and days yeah. where we're visualizing the real pro or visualizing the real con and and buying into that narrative and it's not until somebody maybe a third party comes ahead and starts feeding in giving you more information about a particular pro or a particular con that then you start thinking oh well maybe I should lean this way and when mm. In both our business and personal lives, one of the ways that we found the decision-making, choice-making exercises easier is we will literally have a pros and cons list. Oh, yeah, I was list, just about to say right? that. Yeah, just, just a simple act of writing that down. Yeah. And it can be quite surprising when you write it down because you think yeah. you're leaning one way and then you end up writing it down. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when, and when it is in black and white in yeah. front of you and you verbalise every pro and every con, it's a... Because the... Um, Oh, what is it? I think it is the... Uh, again, we're going to mention Tony Robbins on yet another episode. <laughs> he's not um, paying us, I promise. He's not. No, it would be nice if he was. <laughs> yeah. um, but he... Um, one of the books that I picked up when I was in my early 20s was Awaken the Giant Within. I think it was that book. Um, I'm sure it was that book. But anyway, that book was... Uh, if it is, if I have picked the right book. But it's all about making... A, making uh, the changes in your life you need to make and the choices mm -hmm. you need to and how to get through choices mm -hmm. um, and one of the um, ways that he recommends that you do that is you have to associate more pain with where you are now yeah. to where you will be in the future yeah as uh, to make that change to make yeah, the change yeah. to actually because that's so, why so many people never bother making changes exactly they just put up with where they are yeah so that process of the pros and cons list if if you are if you believe that when you look at your pros and cons list and you really want, and you really, say it could be like, I don't know, it could be, you need to stop smoking. Yeah. Right. 2020 has taught you, wow, my health is, is, has been fragile this year. And if I got COVID, then if I'd have looked after my health way better, and if I'd have been unfortunate enough to get, uh, then if I'd have got COVID, I'd probably feel a bit more comfortable mm -hmm. with the fact I'd be happier. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't be so fearful, but I've been smoking all year and smoking for all my life. Maybe I should just stop. They, when you write down that pros and cons list, you need to be very kind of proactive about putting putting more risks and pain in your reasons to stay, mm -hmm. the, and, and to put more fun and reason better things mm -hmm. in the pros of the change, yeah. right? And and that's that that's how we kind of process that. This because that's indecision is will cripple you. You can well, waste years, well, right? Um, there's a a thing called analysis paralysis, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, um, I, I think, because we've been through this um, recently with um, with Say It, where we've been looking at um, funding with Say It, haven't we? Yeah. We've been going down the funding route, which is an entirely new experience for us. It's nothing we've ever looked at before. So. Yeah, we've never really had to, we've had investors approach us for, in the past, for things like Smiley Booth, yeah. for example, with the Photo Booth Hire company, we did have, um, a recent experience that year ago us. they approached us yeah, and they waved a check yeah and they waved a check at us yeah. for a portion of the company but um but we've never actively yeah so we would say it um because it is expensive to create software etc and um and it's a quite a new market for us and all sorts of things there's lots of reasons but we've we've been looking towards uh, achieving some kind of funding yeah. um and so we've just been in investigating this kind of new world to us yeah. um, and of course and in, in doing that you you seek advice from people and i'd mm -hmm. say there's four people that we've sought advice from that have 
have either been through the journey themselves or are in the world of of associating um, investors with people that need funding. Yeah. And all four of them have given this entirely conflicting advice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think when you when you kind of get to that point where you know absolutely seek advice from people, learn from those that have been there before, but don't overanalyze and kind of get hooked on on their word because and that's where your kind of your gut comes in a bit because even if you've not been there you know you you have a, a gut response as to why you trust that person yeah um you know what experience they've got um and and who who who's telling you the truth not as in they're lying but your truth who you kind yeah. of resonate with and and that's that's going to suit your thing because as i say we could have taken any one of them people on their word and gone oh we're going this way yeah <laughs> but it's also understanding what you're making a choice on right yeah. so sometimes so for example if you're a startup business or you're about to um i don't know start some health routine or you want to or whatever it might be right it's sometimes you think what you're actually making the choice on is the end thing right it's like oh i'm gonna have a uh like if it's a business i'm gonna have go back to the hairdresser analogy but i'm gonna own a hairdresser so i'm gonna have a hairdresser business so so you might be thinking well okay well my choice is that it's like, well, maybe your choice actually isn't that. Maybe your actual choice is you need to learn what it is to be. That, that's the choice you need to make. That's yeah. the step. So, so I think sometimes we're making, we're making choices or we think we're making choices or, or making decisions, um, but we're not. We're, we, we, we're, we're making decisions on something that's too far down the road. What yeah. we should be doing is making the smaller decisions now. Or on move the us immediate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like in the investment space... We realise that that could be something that really propels, say, it mm-hmm. on a on a on a far faster, far larger scale yeah. than something that we might be able to do like incrementally ourselves, yeah. Yeah. right? And with with the way we're going at the moment. So our choice, our decision was okay. We need to really figure out that space. Yeah. What they want, what we want yeah. out of it. What that's our choice. So, and and then the next choice is then and get that in front of and learn as much as possible in front of the right people yeah because then the choice is do you accept the investment or not? yeah exactly yeah it's like get yourself in a position where you can make those decisions yeah. those choices so they're not but just hypothetical anymore because otherwise it, you're just wasting time aren't you? exactly because yeah. to turn around and say okay we're not we've chosen not to do that that particular route whatever that route is mm-hmm. it's like well have you actually given yourself the opportunity to understand what that route is yeah or are you just or are you choosing not to do it just because you're overanalyzing? Fear, overanalyzing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What did you call it? Analysis. Analysis paralysis. paralysis. Yeah, which is yeah. what so many of us do in in so many, even from a very young age. You know, it's just like, oh, what? Um, when you're at school, what what GCSEs or whatever they're called now, they've changed them recently. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Should we? Should I be looking at? Um, because that's going to inform the rest of my career. It's like, yeah. well. It not really. Yes, it will put you on a certain path, but you can switch paths. You, yeah, you don't yeah. have to. Um, you should kind of be led, as I say, by your gut, but also what you enjoy and what resonates with you. Um, yeah. And and as you say, like opening up as many opportunities as you can. Yeah. Um, because even though that sounds um, contradictory to what I was saying about too many choices, but if you've got the actual reason to make a choice rather than all this kind of hypothetical what if i did this what if i did that? yeah yeah you've got to yeah. you've got to it's so this ties in because we spent a lot of time this week talking about um 
like resilience like and commitment mm. and and all of these aspects and it's kind of the, the, and choosing certain paths um I, I think ties in really nicely mm. with that like for example this podcast experience mm-hmm. there's we we had no idea and we still there's a big thing we're learning this as we go so there's a lot that we still don't know mm-hmm. about this form of media and this activity but there's stuff we know now on episode 18 that we've learned and experienced that we had no idea about yeah. on episode one, yeah. right? Yet we committed to the exercise of doing it. Yeah. And that'll be the same again on episode 100 and yeah. episode 300 and yeah. so on and so on. And there's a book by, um, oh, I need to find it, but he talks about um, uh, the fact that you need 10,000 hours of doing something. Do you, do you know mm, what I don't I, remember that one. Um, I'll need to find it and I'll put it on there. But um, uh, really famous author. It's going to drive me nuts now that I'm <laughs> I'm not going to remember it. But um, but his principle is that I'll put it on the link on the episode page on smilingentrepreneurs.com um, under this episode. But he talks about to be good at anything, anything at all, you have to invest a minimum of ten thousand hours right, okay. into that. So they kind of they they looked at all the greats. Yeah. And what they found was that these individuals had all put a minimum of 10,000 hours mm-hmm. into their craft. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what made them great. So, and they do, they literally look at um, Michael Jordan and all of these right. like top, top people. And the common thread was not that they all had, I mean, some might have had a specific talent or whatever it might be, but fundamentally the workload that they put in yeah. to create that outcome yeah. was minimum of 10,000 yeah. hours into that. And so the, the, whole thing off the back of the book was that if you have anything that you want to do in life you have to commit yeah and it has to be over this length of time so not only do you make the decision to do that in the first place but you're constantly on a daily basis making the choice to keep doing that to yeah keep showing up as we were saying yesterday to be consistent yeah um but that that's part Learn of your, your craft daily choices yeah the, um especially if you're a sports interested in sports some kind of um you know, uh, you're aspiring to be some kind of athlete. Yeah. You you're going to have to make the choice a lot of the time between I don't know going to the cinema with your friends and going to training. Yeah. Or you know, you, so you're going to continually make these decisions based on your 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 preferences and your choices. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> That's the author. That's the <laughs> guy. The Gosh, man. <laughs> I'll put it in the link, but Off he's done day. some amazing. He's done a lot of books. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's an amazing author, and it's all about a lot of his content is about human psycho- psychology and like human growth and all this kind of stuff and how we kind of thrive and live and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a very interesting author. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll find the link to it, mm-hmm. but he talks about all of that stuff, and I think that's how we kind of approach stuff, right? Yeah. It's um, and we're still learning, right? We're yeah. still on this journey, but the whether it be with the say it business it's one of the there's pressure on us in that yeah. business in that it's a lot of investment financially mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. uh, because it's a personal investment in both time and money mm-hmm. and you do worry like both of us have this kind of worry that well hang on a second we're spending a significant portion of our own personal money mm-hmm. on a project that we mm-hmm. don't know what the outcome is yet, mm-hmm. right? So, but also not only we're we spending a chunk of change on that, but we're also spending a lot of time mm-hmm. on that. So it's like, well, is there an opportunity cost mm-hmm. to that? Yeah. Could we be doing something else yeah. that could be bringing in 
money today yeah. or there's more or or may have a better opportunity for success down the road and but the reason why we don't flip flop yeah. on things like say it or any of the projects that we're involved in smiley booth and yeah. and this podcast is because you can't see what the future is no. you can't see what the opportunities is you can have a guess yeah but you make your choice at the beginning to commit yes exactly yeah yes. and then hope well, but kind of the financial aspect kind of helps that though, I think. It's the same with Smiley Booth when we very first started. You know, we made the financial investment by buying the equipment. Yes. And they say, well, you've bought it now. Get on with it. Yeah, you've now got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. So I think I think a financial commitment kind of helps a little bit because otherwise um, you wouldn't, I don't know, I don't think you'd you'd keep going necessarily if, it, if there wasn't any kind of consequence to you so there's a level of accountability that you're involved yeah like, and a, thing. a level of just yeah you're invested you're you you're personally invested i mean unless you've got lots of money to just kind of throw at things yeah i mean that's the danger isn't it that they say with um you know on uh, very successful entrepreneurs with lots of money with their kids you know oh here have some money try this try that and then and those children don't have the same kind of drive that necessarily the parents did because they were they're given it yeah well when your back's up against the wall yeah um and every penny counts yeah. it's it it does make you'll make the, it work. the choice yeah, yeah even if your choices are wrong yeah you'll you'll figure out a way yeah, like exactly. you won't you won't allow it to fall to the ground and funny enough we've got friends of ours who um in business who have just recently sold their their company mm-hmm. and um and they the it in the, they were explaining that it was the the reward of it, the financial reward of being able to sell the business has been wonderful for mm-hmm. them in what is a, obviously a very difficult year. Mm-hmm. But it's meant that they're now having to kind of recalibrate yeah. what what they do with their lives because they've spent uh, donkey's years building this business up and that's all they've done. That's their purpose. That's their life. Every decision they've made in life has mm-hmm. been... To, for the betterment of the company mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they had a buyer out of the blue approach them and say I want to buy your company and they, and it, the number was sufficient enough to make them sit back and go actually I think we should take it yeah. but it's left them in this strange decision void yeah. Yeah. because they're so used to making choices on a daily and a weekly basis that, uh, that they've been that highly adapted mm-hmm. to that pace mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden there's no decisions to make mm. and there's no choices that, that like there's no financial there's no immediate financial risk yeah. to them their back's not up against the wall yeah. and that can actually create unhappiness because you lose your sense your of purpose, purpose yeah. right so there's a there's people that are going to be watching this or listening to this thinking oh boo-hoo <laughs> that must be awful but the um, and it's a lovely position to get yourself in. Don't get me wrong, but the the conversation I had with them was, this is actually the riskiest time for them. Yeah. Because they have two things that um, that could really cause them a lot of pain and problems, right? Because if you imagine that they've spent the last few years building a business and that's their purpose and they know exactly where that business is going, they know exactly if they put an input in here, they'll get an output there. It's obvious, mm-hmm. right? But now they don't have that anymore. They don't have any of that anymore. So, and there's, and the economy and everything is is just a mess right now. Yeah. So it's not like they can just jump into another role. But what they do have is, is they still have that entrepreneurial itch. Mm. Like they can see, when you've been in business for a long time, you can see other businesses and see how you could add value. Mm-hmm. 
Like you could see, oh, I could optimize this bit. Or I would just change this and it would give, like whether that be in a marketing or the financials, whatever it is, right? So they still have that, but they don't have anything to apply it to. Mm. And they have cash in their pocket. Mm. So it would be very easy for them to, for that cash to burn a hole in their pocket well, before they know it. it's the same with it. retirees a lot of the time, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you get to a certain age, especially if you're early retirement, especially if you've, you've you know, um, done very well and you you think oh I'll do early retirement the number of people that then go back in to yeah. some kind of project or business because they need because, a purpose yeah because they, they, they've lost they've it's, it, especially kind of at that point they're, they're probably very good at decision making making yeah. choices and all of a sudden all these decisions and choices have gone yeah and they're like oh <laughs> you do need where choices piece sits though you do need to have um, counsel around you right you do need to have a, somebody who's an impartial observer, somebody who's not biased to anything at all other than your well-being. I think it depends. I think you've, there's there's two two or three things with with choices, um, which will really help you in life. And and the first one is to eliminate small choices, right? Like the hundreds of socks, or yeah. you only wear black, or whatever it is. Like it's just just simple things, like your cereal in the morning. Just have one. Don't yeah, yeah, have yeah. The, the option of loads of different choices, and yeah. Um, Lots and lots of small Yeah, and if decisions. you want to do an exercise, uh, if you if you want to get fit, yeah, like choose a routine that yeah. you have to follow. Don't and even if you want variety, because you don't want to do the same thing every day, that's fine. But on a Monday you do this, and on a Tuesday you do yeah. that, just so that you don't have to make that. Think decision. about it. Yeah, yeah, just show up. Like if it's like you're going to run, like running's your thing. Just make sure that when you get up in the morning, your running is like yeah. your trainers, your shorts, whatever is there, yeah. so you don't have to then go. Where have I got it? Do I want to run or not? Do I want to? What trainers am I going to wear? What clothes? Am I, it's like yeah. have it prepared so that you're yeah you don't think about anything because you're, yeah. you're way more likely to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I think the first thing is to eliminate the the minor choices. Yeah. Um. The second thing is to to plan your your time, like we've said with the the time make time management matrix, but but. I had a go at this the other day after our, our thing. I was like, I'm going to plan out the following week and I'm going to use that matrix that we're all about. <laughs> you actually tried it out. Because I, well, I say tried it out. I've used it several times before, but we haven't for a while because of the way 2020's been. And yeah. we've all been a little bit kind of more relaxed and laxy-daisy. Well, can I just, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but can I just say, we talk about this stuff and we, we are doing it because we've learned that how like these things help us. Yeah. That's why we want to share this with you guys. But we're not perfect, right? So if this is the first time you're listening or watching yeah. this, we're not like this highly optimised no. couple that do everything brilliantly. Well, sometimes we it's try a, things that yeah. work and don't work. And sometimes right? it's a case of revisiting things because yeah. like, I think a common theme throughout all of our podcasts is it does all come down to discipline at the end of the day. I and and yeah. If, you, yeah, if we've not been disciplined this year, as most people haven't. Um, we've got had small disciplines, like with our fitness and our health or whatever, but it's hard to kind of have the discipline when everything's kind of upside down yeah yeah so, so you were saying about the so anyway yeah i re Sorry. i re-looked at the the uh, time matrix for for this coming week especially because we do have three major projects that we're kind of focusing on at the moment um mm -hmm. and and just little things as well like i i, I realized that i've not been learning my french for the last right. uh, like month to six weeks yeah, and we live yeah. in france and and that's kind of gone by the wayside because I haven't had time. But as we've said in previous cases, I yeah. haven't made time. I agree. Yeah. And um, and it is important because we live here at the end of the day and we need to be able to speak French. Yeah. So it was just things like that. I was like, I really want to bring that back into my daily thing. So anyway, yeah. I I went on and did my matrix. Right. 
But I found it really hard to make these decisions. So I was like, well, what box do I put this in? Yeah. Because it is important and it is urgent. And and being able to do that kind of, is it important in nine nine minutes? And that kind of yeah, stuff like really that. helps because yeah. you have a framework to make that decision. Yeah. So, so one, get rid of... Um, non-essential choices or, or things that just make your life overly complicated to with with your choices that are left yeah. use them have some kind of framework to make those choices makes it so much easier yeah. so whether that's a pros and cons list or whether it's a as i say like do it in nine or whatever it well is those pros and cons do. lists we we always it was the one that triggered us to go traveling yeah that we always went for pros and cons mm-hmm. if there's any big decision that you and i have to make for the family or for yeah. business we always sit down and do a pros and cons because yeah. that's the beauty of working together i suppose yeah, yeah. is that we'll, we'll have a different take yeah on it. and that's it have somebody that you can kind of talk it through with as well that does yeah. that does really help um, who has your best interests yes. in mind yeah very much so but don't Ask everybody because you're mm. going to end up with analysis paralysis. Don't go to all the blogs and all the people or whatever because you'll just get end up overwhelmed. Yeah, have one person. Yeah, they have one person you can trust <laughs> that can just go, just give you a different perspective. Yeah. Like when we had that investment opportunity, so we had that uh, this individual approached us and um, waved a pretty large check mm. under our nose for a small percentage mm. of our Smiley Booth company. And um, and we didn't know what to do. Uh, we didn't know what the right thing to do was. And we went to one individual mm-hmm. and just said, look, what, do you, what would you do? And we knew he was entirely impartial. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make any difference what we did, but he mm-hmm. just had our best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. And he gave us some advice, um, which just really helped us like, look at our pros and cons yeah. list really clearly, didn't yeah. we? And we sat down, we did the pros and cons, and we went, oh, Okay, no, we're not going to accept it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we won't take that on. That's it. And decide, decide fast. That's, that's the other thing with the, with the decisions. Try, try and decide fast. Because yeah. it, it, it will, it frees up your brain for everything else that you, you know, yeah. you have to concentrate in a, in, on a day. On in a day? On, on in, in a day. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so the, the, the kind of last thing I'd, I'd want to cover off with, with choices is also mm-hmm. for the choices for your customers. Yeah. Um, so whether you've got a service business or a product business, or you're thinking of setting either one of these up, um, you know, you have a hundred different choices um, and it's really tempting to want to do all the things for all the people. Yes. Um, and I'm super guilty of that because everyone bangs on about, oh, you should niche and niche down and niche down and niche down yeah, even yeah, yeah. more. And and I always find that really scary because I'm like, but then these people all miss out. And, exactly. and what about those people? And shouldn't I be doing something for those people? But it's so hard to be all the things for all people. Yeah, you can't. Um, and according to this lovely lady that made the, the, the TED Talk, How to Make Choosing Easier. Did you get her name? I, I did, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> I, I will put it on the website. So the um, TED Talk is called? How to Make Choosing Easier. Right, cool. Okay. And... Um, and, and she talks about she she's done like some of these experiments and um going back to the supermarket um there was something like three hundred and sixty four I think it was different jams right really? yeah wow. insane um which she would just never ever think so she did an experiment after that um by setting up a little kind of uh, tasting table thing um right. at, whether it was outside the supermarket or somewhere else I don't know but she she set up this kind of little tasting thing. And if there were six jams, nobody really wanted to taste. Right. 
um, if there were 24 jams, mm. she had loads of people coming and tasting. But when there was the six jams, loads more people bought oh, wow. than when there was the 24. Wow. So people were just kind of coming along, having a play, yeah, couldn't yeah. decide. Yeah. It was more of a marketing gimmick. It got people over, yeah. but it didn't get the buyers. Right. Whereas when she only had a choice of six things, yeah. people were like, oh, jam. Oh, oh, no, I don't need to try it. I like that one and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I think... That's um, what happens with us in business, especially online, because it's so easy to offer loads of different choices to people um, well, and services for every, and stuff. Well, and everything in business, right? So that can be like the services or product that you're offering, or it can be the way you market that, yeah. that product, like what platform you should be on and how it all yeah. like interconnects. It can be, you can waste an enormous amount of time and energy and you can have the most perfect service that everybody would love. But because your communication's so poor, because you're spread so thin, yeah, yeah. You, no one ever picks it up. Well, as we've always taught our franchisees, haven't we? A confused yeah. customer never buys. Exactly. So, yeah. And then that was one of the reasons that we set Say It up as a separate business, because it could have been, because it's quite a kind of follow on service from some of the things we already do in our photo booth company, yeah. especially as we're now offering like virtual photo booth services yeah, yeah, yeah. because of the way the world's gone. It could have quite easily been just a, an add-on to what we already do, yeah. but it was different enough that it would have confused people, yeah. and so that's one of the reasons we set it up as a separate business, separate entity in yeah. itself, was because we didn't want to confuse our our photo booth customers. Yeah. Yes, it's something they can have as well if they want to, and you know we've built it into the the offering, but it is a separate thing yeah. because it it talks a different language, you know. Yeah, so yeah. You, you have to be quite careful I think with how you present your information and just not overwhelming with people oh do you want the blue one the green one the yellow one the yeah, red yeah, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like choose, yeah, be aware of the choices you make and make it clear and simple yeah and also the choices you're asking your customers or other people be aware of how broad you're making yeah. that like yeah. have the same philosophy across the board yeah it's just it, it's I think it's you need to nail one thing. Um, mm. I, I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts where, where the interview with Sarah Blakely. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the, the on that interview, um, not our interview, it sounds like we interviewed her, that would be nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> when Tony She's Robbins be on that sofa. <laughs> yeah. When Tony Robbins interviewed her um, and there was a Q&A at the end, one of the questions was how do you how do you expand? How do you decide what products to go into and mm. stuff? And I think like now after 15 20 years her product line is quite significant but yeah. to start with it was very small and and she still has what she refers to as her hero products right and i think it's blue ocean thinking when you um you you know you go down one line mm. and you know you'll have any and you really kind of nail that product product right so for example with her it was a black pair of trousers and that's right. it it was right. it, that wasn't her first product but when she went into apparel when she came out of just doing underwear hmm. she wanted to do black pair of trousers and that was that that was all you could buy right but she wanted to get that perfect Got that you. everybody loved this black pair of trousers okay now we'll offer it in red as well right. now we'll offer it as like a, a half cut as well as full length or whatever yeah. it is that the options kind of creep in. Yeah, once you've optimised the first. And get got your audience as well. Yeah. So got people liking what you do, knowing what you do yeah. and what you're about. Yeah. And then you can offer an extra one. But if you offer all the things to start with, people are like, eh, what's Yeah, it's too confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't, and there's no kind of identity that that's you or your yeah. product, that's, that's your brand. Yeah. We'll, we'll be talking um, more about brand later in the week, actually. So about how you kind of identify your your business and your or your persona and yeah. how you kind of communicate that. So I think that 
that definitely feeds into to choices because just simple things like a logo, you know, yeah. a, a one or two color logo stands out way more than something with loads of yeah. bits and pieces and complications in it. I think we all kind of crave a simple life in lots of ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the internet and things like that, as much as they're wonderful, have give, have overwhelmed us with choices. Yeah, you, yeah, it's... You can, there's too much yeah. and, and you need to, when you're, whether you're making a personal choice to do a certain thing, it's like, just focus on that thing, focus on, well, where, does it, what's the, um, there's that book called, uh, does it make the boat go faster? Go faster. Yeah. That's a great book, isn't it? Yeah. It's that's, all about... um, an athlete, isn't it? Um, a rowing athlete. Yeah. Um, ben, ben Davis, am I saying that, Ben Davis? Am I making that up? No, it sounds, it sounds right. I think it, it sounds like a name. No, I know it sounds like a name, <laughs> but it sounds like a right guy. Name? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that is him, yeah. How, yeah. His book, How to Make the, the Boat Go Faster. Yeah, we actually met him, didn't we, yeah. at, a, at a conference. Yeah, and so, and that was all about, like, the decisions you make in life and in business. Like, does it do that? Does it yeah. make the boat go faster? Yeah. And it's... Um, and it was an interesting principle because we we reflected on that quite a lot, didn't yeah. we? And we were just well, we like, actually had it up in our office, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. It's, it's, that's a really good point, actually, to make help make decisions. Because mm. the, the story behind that, um, for any anyone that it doesn't know, the, the, the book um, is uh, it was a, a British rowing team, yeah, um, and they were wanting to win the Olympics, mm -hmm. and so um, their coach was looking at it as a very kind of holistic thing, as mm. in you know. Um, what are they eating? How often are they sleeping? Like yeah, yeah. How, how many hours they sleep? All, all this kind of thing. And, and every single decision was aimed at, will it make the boat go faster? Yeah. And, uh, and, and they ultimately ended up winning. Yeah. So but you can apply that to everything in your life. Yeah, very like much it's, so. Um, so yeah, when you are trying to work out, okay, well, because you, you need to, when you're working out what choices you make, yes, it should be, okay, well, how urgent they are and is it like nine minutes, nine, whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. But it's also, okay, does it, does it, move the dial does it make your life that much better does, does the outcomes of these decisions move you forward in yeah. the direction of whether that's your health or business or whatever yeah. it is that's... and what things to drop you know especially yeah. in marketing to make it go slower if well, yeah because yeah. a lot of people will say to you say in marketing you know there's all these marketing pillars and oh you should you should have marketing everything you know you, <laughs> you should have you should be on all the social media channels um and you should you know even like the the newest ones you should you should start going down TikTok yeah, and all yeah. of this kind of Someone stuff. Someone wants to sell you a course on how that's going to make you a living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, But if it's not suitable for your business, aka, is it not going to make the boat go faster, yeah. don't do it because it'll just make it go slower. Yeah. So you, you have to be quite um, ruthless with that because yeah. cause there is this big fear of missing out. It's like, oh, I'm not on TikTok and everyone's going on TikTok. Well, if it doesn't suit your yeah. business, no, you shouldn't be on TikTok. Yeah. Or, or your audience isn't there. You, should, you shouldn't be on it at all. So it's um it's yeah it's so to kind of recap eliminate um have a framework to make the other decisions yeah if you really can't make a decision do it at the end of the day when your brain's just had enough yeah yeah <laughs> and close your eyes when you get to a supermarket checkout <laughs> yeah and right yeah especially and or, and your ears if you're with children yeah so. can I have that can I have that can yeah I have that? yeah cool well done that's go. episode eighteen. It is. Um, so tomorrow's Monday um, and we're going to be doing Marketing Monday. Awesome. So, <laughs> see you then. Well done. <laughs> Bye.